Now, coping with the loss of someone you love is one of life's biggest challenges. Often the pain of loss can feel overwhelming. You may experience all kinds of difficult and unexpected emotions from shock or anger to disbelief, guilt and profound sadness. The pain of grief can also disrupt your physical health, making it difficult to sleep, eat or even think straight. And these are, of course, normal reactions to significant loss. But while there's no right or wrong way to grieve, there are healthy ways to cope with the pain that in time can ease your sadness and help you to come to terms with your loss, find new meaning and move on with your life. My next guest hopes that an event in the CBD on Saturday will help people dealing with the loss of a child, parent or spouse. With the first of Blooming Lights talks, Embrace the Change, Dealing with Loss and Life After Loss, Zion Tommy hopes to equip attendees with the tools to deal with loss and life after loss and she's joining me now to share her story. Zayan, welcome to Late Nights. Great to have you with us and uh, thanks so much for coming in. Tell us, what prompted you to uh, organise this event? Um, in October 2018, I was six months pregnant and um, I lost my daughter. She was healthy, perfectly fine, and then her heart just stopped beating. Yeah. And so, what was, just describe, if you will, and obviously it was a, an incredibly difficult time, and, and, and our thoughts go out to you, of course, and, and to your family. Thank but you. what, were the, what was the initial feeling that, that you felt when the doctors told you that your baby hadn't survived? So, um, we actually, something didn't feel right the one Sunday evening, and um, I told my husband, it's, we need to go to the hospital. And we went, and then the nurse done a scan with a Doppler, um, just to check the baby's heartbeat, and she said something. The heart's not. Um, she's not hearing the right the right heartbeat. And then um, she said, "Okay, she'll call the doctor." And then in that time, um, I went to the bathroom and I just cried because I could feel something's not right. Um, and then the doctor came and she said, um, "She done a proper ultrasound and she said, okay, no, there's no baby's heartbeat." It felt like. It felt so unreal, it, especially since baby was perfect at the last 20 weeks um, fetal assessment scan and the doctor said she was getting perfect nutrients, um, she was growing perfectly and it was a big shock. Yeah, yeah. of course, of course. And the, the feelings that came up must have been just complete disbelief and devastation, I guess. It was. Once the shock had subsided, what then? And in terms of the support that you were offered, if any? Um, the support I got was very great in terms of my husband and my family and friends. Um, but I also looked for outside support in terms of people that's been through this before and was there a space like this in South Africa and I done my research on Google and nothing came up like there was ads for baby clothing for baby items mm. and hospitals and but nothing for baby loss um, no support groups at all and I found it really strange um, and it and it's just like is this still like a taboo topic to speak about why aren't we as women getting together and saying, listen, I've been through this and it's nothing to be ashamed of. It's the same emotions. It's a universal experience. It's nothing about um, politics. It's nothing about religion. It's nothing about um, race or any sort of beliefs. It's a universal experience. And um, the women I've met so far over this journey have been truly amazing. Um, 
And that's what I try to also, I try to encourage on Blooming Light to share your story because I feel like you, once you share your story, it just, you feel that, um, you know, you're not alone in what you're experiencing. It's not you, there's other people out there just like you that will support you, that will guide you, that will give you different perspectives on how to deal with things also. So, yeah. So the event that's being held on the 26th, is this the first uh, the first event for, for Blooming Light? It is the first event, okay. yes. Um, I decided that, you know what, this is another one of those huge life experiences, but it's also another opportunity to turn that wound into wisdom, turn that into some sort of light and um, let it be an opportunity to help others. Because I sat one night, um, I was laying in bed and I told my husband, I wish this pain, I wish this experience would never happen to anyone. I wish it would stop with me. Because mm. it's that, it's that heavy. But, um, yeah, that's why I decided to put together this talk. And um, seeing as I was due today, the 24th, um, which is really special that I'm here today also. Mm. Um, yeah, I decided to have a talk on Saturday. Because I thought everyone will be available also on the Saturday to come. Has this been a tough day for you? Um, not as much. Not I thought it would be. Mm. I really thought it would be. But I think I was more distracted by work and things. Um, yesterday was. This past week has been very emotional for me. The past month, I was like, I can't wait for January to be over. Not because um, like everyone says January is so long, such a long year. But more because January was that month that I could have been holding my baby right now yeah. Could have, but yeah and I guess the other difficulty is that once you've once you the celebration of finding out that you are pregnant and then all the stuff that goes into getting ready for a new baby yeah. the, the 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 painting a nursery perhaps and buying toys and and baby grows mm. and all that sort of thing um, and there's nobody to hold you I guess in that space once it becomes that that actually that's not going to be your immediate future yeah, that is really true. But I've really been grateful for my husband and my family and friends. So I've really been that support. Um, but in terms of my own personal, I kind of had to figure it out on my, on my own. It's not, there's no guide on, mm. okay, this is the next step. Um, had you, can I ask, had you experienced loss? I mean, certainly, of course, not yeah. to this scale, but had you experienced loss before and, and how did this differ and how had, how did how you dealt with it this time differ perhaps from uh, a family member or a friend in the past? I think it actually brought up a lot of emotions based on previous experiences. But I suppose now that I'm older, I see things differently and you've been through a bit of life and you see that you can deal with things in a better way and turn what you've experienced into something positive for others. And um, that's why I try to share my story on Facebook. Um, someone told me once that, you know, you shouldn't um, share your stories on social media because you're opening up an old wound. And in that moment, I agreed, but I thought about it and I was like, you know what, my experience is not an old wound. My mm -hmm. daughter is not an old wound. And I will honor and end my experience through sharing it because I never know who, um, might, who that might help. And um, another lady also came to me a few weeks after the funeral and she said she's also been through this experience. And for the first time in 28 years, she had closure. So 
for me, it's like, wow, my daughter had that much of an impact on people's lives. Like she wasn't meant to be alive and with us right now, but her little life had that major impact. So mm-hmm. um, hopefully I'll be able to do that also on Sunday, on Saturday, sorry. So tell us a little bit more then about the event on Saturday. Who's it aimed at? Who are you wanting to, to come along on Saturday? So originally I wanted moms um, to come along and um, just share this story, listen to other people's story and their advices on how they dealt with things. Um, and then I thought, you know what, what's the three, the three biggest losses in life? I feel like it's a child, it's a, a spouse and a parent. Mm. Besides your, your other family and friends, mm. but those are like really main points and people that are like great losses. So I, I am aiming it also at people's lost spouse or partner and, um, also people's lost a parent. So. And how will the how will the, the the event take place? What what form will it take? It's really intimate. Um, there are limited seats, so it's a first come serve basis. Um, I wanted to start this event as intimate as possible because it is an intimate topic. It is um, very hearty. So um, we'll see from here where it goes. Will there be room for people to share their own stories and their own experiences? Definitely, definitely. I want that to happen. I hope it happens. I hope people feel comfortable enough to open up. And um, Why is that so important to you that people share their, their stories? It's important because their story matters. Everyone's story matters. That's what I believe. And I find it so beautiful when I listen to people's stories and they, they light up with it's bad experiences they've been through. But that's made them who they are that's made them think and be the way they are um and there's no judgment on that there shouldn't be because we are based of who are ex- we what we experience and um the choices we've made yeah. so by sharing your story you also um from another person's perspective they can give you a different angle like maybe have you seen it like this have you seen it um you should maybe try this, just giving different advices, yeah. I guess also the feeling around grief and loss is that one can, excuse me, very much feel like one is experiencing that pain in isolation and it can feel, it I guess, can feel as if really lonely. nobody else has, has felt that, that pain. That's really true, especially at work also. Um, I was speaking to someone yesterday and they said, um, you know, you must allow yourself to grieve, don't hold it in and things. I said, no, I do. I need to allow it. Otherwise, it's not going to serve me any good by holding it in. And so um, I said to her that the only thing I find difficult is being at work. And when I have those trigger moments, it's like I just have to carry on <laughs> because that's what you have to do. And there are times where I have to take my moments and excuse myself, but... Um, yeah. What are the most difficult times for you? At work. Mm. I think um, because I work at an NGO, humanitarian NGO, you often see pictures of babies and mothers and orphans also. So it's pretty, it's a big trigger for me also. Yeah, but. of course. Have you found when often again when we when we speak about grief, they talk about going through the the various stages of mm. grief, and and I'm sure that in your googling you would have come across that yeah. those I think it's seven or eight stages of of grief. Have you did you find yourself going through those, going through the anger, the bargaining, the all of those things? I didn't actually, because my, my friends they were all like, "How are you? How are you not angry?" Because my one friend also experienced it uh, two years ago, and she said, "When I was." 
at this early stage I felt so much anger But you're not like that And I suppose it's also Because I'm a faith-based person So um, there are a lot of uh, sayings that gives comfort So um, that and alongside with my husband and family and friends Being that great support um, You've never felt angry with God or Allah or the no, God of your understanding? No, I haven't felt angry not at all. Sure. Yeah. Listen, just remind us of uh, the time, the date, and how people can uh, get involved here, because people obviously that you say that there's limited spaces, but um, you do obviously want people to turn up and mm. share their thoughts um, uh, around loss and, and life after loss. It's happening at Seven Circles at 117 Hatfield Street in Gardens on Saturday, the 26th, between 9:30 in the morning and 12:30 in the afternoon. Uh, what other details do people need to know? Um. Just be open-minded, be excited, um, and remember to allow yourself and honor your, your journey and um, just trust the journey also and come and see how that will open door f- doors for you in forms of healing. Do people need to book or can they get in touch with you? How do yes, they, they can RSVP and book their seat via um, email which is hello.bloominglight at gmail.com. Okay, so that's Blooming Light, B-L-U-E-M-I-N-G, Light. Okay, fantastic, Zan. It's been a pleasure thank to you have so you much. in, and thank you so much for sharing your story thank with us. Thank you.